Good evening. And now, the Inspirational Quarterly. Hi, and welcome to the Inspirational Quarterly, uh, where we read through uh, the uh, USA Today best-selling author Keith R.A. DeCandido's Starcraft Ghost Nova, the novelization of the cancelled video game. Uh, uh, to, with us today, it's Davey Whedon. Uh, I would actually prefer it if you would refer to me as number one, world's number one Keith R.A.D. Candido super fan. Oh. Uh, given that that's the brand I'm sort of, you know, leaning into now. You've so. got a promotion from hit game maker to Keith fan. Right. Right. Yeah, no, so I think that this is, I think that there's like a, you know, a whole sort of character on, on this podcast that I can embody as, as, as Keith R.A.D. Candido super fan. So yeah. just going, just going forward. Just, uh, that's how I should address you. Yeah, you know, or we can, we can workshop it, but something kind of in that ballpark. Okay. Uh, and I am uh, Kara Ellison, I guess now Keith R.A.D. Candido number two in the world super fan. <laughs> Hey, if you want, if you did, I get a demotion. Co super fan. <laughs> I don't right. know. I'll let you. I'll let you ride co-pilot with me on this one. Nice. Okay, I'll take well, it. You know, before we jump into things this week, um, there is. I do want to issue a little bit of a correction on some on on what I said last uh, last week on the show. So. Uh, this this regards our four um, uh, killers, our four rebels, um, which we actually don't know entirely. We don't have 100% knowledge if they're all killers, but let me read, reread the passage again. Okay. Sure. The passage, the passage about the four rebels that this is Nova reading their minds as they are uh, hold, as they are holding up and killing her family. Right. Okay. Um, one of one of the killers, Adam, didn't care about the revolutionary sentiments of Cliff Nadanner, the man who'd ordered them to do this horrible thing. He just enjoyed killing people. Another one, named Tish, was looking forward to living in a world where all the old families were dead so the common folk could rule the world like, they, like it was supposed to be. A third, Jeffrey, our favorite, was scared that they'd be caught and put in jail, a concept that frightened Jeffrey to his very core. A fourth, Paul, was aggravated that they were that they were killing pointless rich people when what he really wanted to be doing was killing the council. Okay, so that's the passage there. Uh, after we read that, I asked the question: Who of the character, who of the characters from Friends, would these would these four individuals map to? Right. Last, so after we finished recording, I I hit end recording and almost immediately it came into my brain i went oh my god i am so dumb this isn't friends this is seinfeld this is <laughs> straight seinfeld it maps <laughs> everyone's bad but different it's kinds perfect. of bad well sure yeah i mean not to mention they all go to jail but uh <laughs> but it's 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 perfect okay Tish was looking forward to a world where all the old families were dead and the common folks would rule. Uh, That's Jerry, right? (laughs) Jerry is is just a straightforward guy thinking about the common man. 
uh, Paul yeah. was aggravated that they were killing pointless rich people when what he really wanted to be doing was was killing the council. That's Elaine. Elaine is like, yes, let's kill people, but let's kill the people who are actually in power rather than the people that it's obvious who who that you think are the obvious people to kill. Right. Uh, uh, Jeffrey, who is just somehow got caught along for the ride and is terrified of everything, is George. Of right? course, yeah. Just just pure neuroses. Uh, and, and obviously Adam, who only cares about killing is Kramer, right? So, <laughs> so I just have to clarify that because I, I, I accept that I got it wrong last time and the record needs to be set straight here. Sure. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you know, straightened that out for us all. Do, um, do, yeah. do you think that Jeffrey actually killed anyone as, as a part of all of this? I don't know. I just don't think Jeffrey is the name of a killer. <laughs> I just can't see it. <laughs> uh, Your Honor, Your Honor, would a killer be named Jeffrey? <laughs> Although, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I feel like Jeffrey in Fresh Prince, he does have some homicidal tendencies especially <laughs> when it comes to the family he's working with but um he never actually killed anyone to my knowledge so i like yeah. to think that in the world of starcraft that that people go to trial uh and are convicted based on their names you know what i, I mean i think that should be the way it is you know like if you're called todd you're a goner you know yeah <laughs> pods are goners i'm sorry <laughs> uh yeah 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 i could i could imagine uh i could imagine trevor's all going to jail in... if you're a brantley you should definitely Ooh, not survive brantley gets the death sentence no matter what <laughs> brantley, brantley, straight brantley, to brantley, brantley jaywalks and gets the death <laughs> sentence right that's the way this world should be operating. If you're called Mason, again, straight to death row. Oh, oh, and and as per your your previous rule, anyone with two first names for, for exactly. Their names. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Ryan, gone, absolutely right. gone. Right, Jeffrey. If Jeffrey's, God, yeah. Could you imagine if Jeffrey's last name was like Jeffrey Stephen or something? Yeah, Jeffrey Stevens. That's Steven probably why he's going John. to, that's yeah. probably why he, he would be afraid of going to jail, right? He's not yeah. even thinking about, he's not even thinking about the killing and the rebels and everything. He's literally concerned about the crime of having two first names. And that right. puts him in this like constant state of anxiety all the time, right? No matter what he sees, he's grocery shopping, you know, he's picking out bok choy and he's like, oh my God, I can't go to jail. I can't go to jail. <laughs> yeah he would definitely, definitely someone's gonna look at my credit is, yeah someone's gonna look at the name on my credit card and reach under the counter for a silent alarm but you i know. just feel like you know the more waspy your your name is like the more death you, Je you should jeffrey be. jeffrey stevens like that's yeah. that's a wasp target on your back yeah, right he's waspy as hell yeah um yeah yeah Picking up uh, bok choy is not the waspiest. <laughs> no, but moves. I feel like yeah. If you're, what's the waspiest food you could eat? Um, I, uh, I guess uh, burrata. Probably burrata, waspiest mm. food of all time, right? Because you yeah, gotta, I could, yeah, yeah. I could, I could see that. It is, yeah, 
Hmm. A cheese, yeah, probably a cheese. Yeah, like some kind of cheese. Yeah, the more French the cheese is, the waspier you are. Yeah, maybe that's Jeffrey's. Your... Maybe that's maybe that's Jeffrey's problem. Is that he's 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 got some he's got some cheese in his bag. He's got some he's... opinions on cheese. Yeah, right. He's he's got two first names, and he's got opinions on cheese. Like right. the, he's he's definitely a goner. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whereas, whereas you know, Adam has like a normal last name and whatever, and so and Adam, you know, is uh, Adam has nothing to worry about. Adam basically. Adamson. No, no, no. no. That's no, because he couldn't. Because he he could only be excited about doing all of these murders if he thinks that he's not going to jail. Right? right, and he, yeah. and he would only not, and he would only feel that way if he had a name that was not the kind of going to jail name, you know. Yeah. So yeah. can't be two first names, but that's true. Um, I'm sure we'll get clarity later in the book on Adam's last name. Indeed, um, and if you're just joining us and you want to read along, it's page seventy eight. We're at chapter six, beginning of chapter six. Very exciting. Very kind of exciting. Stuff going on, so. so we we are still in the gutter, as far as I know, and Nova uh, has just blacked out because of a psychic attack that she that she committed against these uh, two guys, Billy and Freddie, and uh, and her what one of their guns explodes and she blacks out because I guess she gets caught in the explosion. And she thinks, maybe now I'm dying too. And uh, yeah. and there we go. And we're on to chapter six. of, of Out of how many chapters? I don't uh, actually know, like, where, like, kind of... Oh, yeah. How many out, chapters but... are there in this book? Let me see. So there's an epilogue. Um, again, there's a William but Butler Yeats uh, quotation on the epilogue here, as far as I can see. So we've got That's... 19 chapters on oh, an epilogue. Okay. All right. So we're we're a little over a quarter of the way through. Oh my book. goodness. Huh, how do you feel about that? I mean, we only do like four pages per episode. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. That's pretty good. But you know, they add, those add up, right? Those add up. Just they do like, add up. Just like the clock that was ticking on Constantino's life, so too is our time, is our clock ticking on this book. You know? Right. Something to think about. Right. Um, but no clock on Jeffrey, because he's fucking dead. I mean... You know, it's the last name has sealed his fate. He should have known. Well, he obviously did know because he was terrified of prison. <laughs> um, all right. Chapter six of Starcraft Ghost Nova. Here we go. Okay. So let me see if I understand this right, okay? You've been selling Hab in O'Callaghan for the last two months. Now that's prime territory, okay? My kids, they don't give that to just anyone. You sell in a place like O'Callaghan, or Kitsios, or Stevens. Hey, nice. Stevens. Call, little call out there. Uh, or somewhere. Oh, yeah. Right, because that's, if, if, Jeffrey's, if Jeffrey's last name is Stevens, then he knows that he's being associated with one of these places of death. Right? Like a, you know. God, imagine uh, being called Jeff Stevens. Yeah. Like, everything in your life is beige. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. Oh no, what if our listener is called Jeff Stevens? Oh my god. Hey, if you're called Jeff Stevens, shoot us an email <laughs> at theinspirationalquarterly at gmail.com and, and, you know, tell us maybe more about your life and fill us in, you know, if, if your life is more interesting than we've made it out to be. If it's not, then just don't bother. <laughs> okay. Or, or just tell us that, you know, or just tell or just confirm that everything we've said about someone with your kind of name is, is correct. Um, you sell in a place like O'Callaghan or Kitsios or Stevens or somewhere like that. Well, then you can carry yourself some weight. Okay. That's good. That's someone who knows how to grab the use and make them take what they know and ain't good for them. O'Callaghan, that's like a reward, okay? I have no idea who's talking. Me right either. Now. I was just like, who's talking here? No idea. We're gonna, this, yeah, we're gonna have to come back to this. He paused then. Over the years, he'd learned that such pauses were useful, in part for the rhetorical effect, but also because silence engendered fear. He liked to soliloquize, it was true, but there were times when not saying anything was the scariest thing. Right now, he was going for scary, at least to a degree. He had, born, he had been born with the name Julius Antoine Dale, but nobody called him that anymore. Is that a two? Are we, are we, are we looking at a two first name situation? Because... Dale, that mm, Julius and Dale. Mm, Julius he's Dale, skating very close to the it, edge. It's thin ice. It's thin it ice. But maybe that's why nobody calls him that anymore, right? Is because he decided to change his name. Right. Most pe most people didn't know his real name, which was how he preferred it because of the two first name jail situation. Right, right, right. There were some who knew him from his younger days as a pavement wrestler and then later as a bruiser who called him Jules, but only a few of them were still alive. These days, he was known to almost everyone in the gutter as Fagin. It was more title than name, though most people didn't differentiate much. They just called him that because they knew better than to think about calling him anything else. Wait, so are they saying that Fagin is a title? So, is that a thing? I guess it must be something something in the gutter. I mean, obviously, it's um, a fairly blunt reference to Oliver Twist. So what oh, I think we can ascertain right. from this is that Oliver Twist exists in this universe, and therefore Dickens exists. Which oh, is interesting. a weird... You know, like, when pop culture things turn up in, like, alternate universes, and you're like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if Oliver Twist, if Dickens exists, like, where does it stop, you know? Does Keith <laughs> R.A.D. Candido exist in this world? <laughs> well, well, earlier on, he used the word soliloquize, and I was like, Keith! <laughs> okay, all right, here's, here's the thing, though. Uh, uh, Dickens famous sort of social commentary author, right? Literally wrote, you know, one of the defining books on the French Revolution, right? Like to say that to say that they know what Fagin is means that France exists in the world of Starcraft. Right? <laughs> have we <laughs> have we had this conversation already? I feel like we've had a conversation that France already exists, that France exists in the world of Starcraft. Well, 
I don't think we have had that conversation. I don't. I don't know why I'm feel. I'm. I'm someone who's actually like listening to these. You know, without a week pause in between them, may know that. But, uh, but this has been so long that I. I just know that we've talked about this before about Keith like inserting real world cultural references and then that and then it implying that like the Starcraft world is set in like our world basically. Right. Yeah, it's so interesting, you know, because I I honestly work on projects all the time where we do a lot of world building. And every time someone writes a bark, like on the team, where it's like, it's referencing something, you know, like this, where it's like, you know, what if someone says like, what the Dickens or whatever, I'm like, I'm always right in there. Like, does that imply that Dickens exists? in our universe because if so then it has huge implications for the rest of the world and so i'm always in there you know like the reference police where i'm like hey wait a second (laughs) so partly i'm just like so here here is my thing i like really stunned um by the use of soliloquies (laughs) here by keith but also i'm like is this a deliberate choice um so basically what i'm saying is is it like what would you call it? It would be like, um, essentially he's, he's either breaking the fourth wall here with the Fagin reference. So like he's saying mm-hmm. something direct to us, the audience and not to the people in the world. If you see what I direct, mean. direct to us, meaning you and me, the true, she's already, <laughs> yes, you know, the true super fans. fans. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or he's saying something that implicates or has an implication that Dickens exists in the world within like the world building itself. So I, okay. So I I am looking this up now because for how much time we spent in the Starcraft universe, I can't believe I don't know this. Starcraft does earth does exist in Starcraft. Right. right? Which I didn't, you know, I don't, I, but it must be a really long time ago. Like, I mean, you know, Dickens must be like Aristotle to this. this So, right. So Starcraft is set roughly in the year 2,500. Okay. Right. So, and Dickens was like a couple hundred years ago to us. Right. Right. And so if if Dickens can be around, if Dickens can still be a thing a couple hundred years later, why not be an additional 500 years later as well? Right. Right. Why not? I mean. Yeah. I I don't see that. That makes sense to me. God, I knew it. I knew Keith wasn't being amateur at this. Like he was deliberately doing this to basically tell us about how people consider history in the in the world. What a, a clever author. Like I want to know more. Yeah, like I want to know more about, you know, if they know about Fagin, then they must know about, you know, uh just the, you know, France right they must have a reference to like you said when they when when they're 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 going to the store and shopping for like very you know french kind of cheeses right they must know that there must still be a thing you know there must still be an ongoing uh an ongoing aspect of that i mean i can't see a universe in which like camembert is still not being made i mean well but we but they, but they get but they get antiguan buffalo meat at their parties at antiguan buffalo meat and framberries right yeah we didn't, we didn't, I don't think we heard about, we heard about fish bits. I don't think we heard about any cheese. No. At the party. I wonder if cheese is still around. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's put that on a kind of like ongoing sort of uh, scan as we go and see whether or not cheese exists in the StarCraft. Okay. Oh, I can also go to the StarCraft wiki and check. 
is cheese a StarCraft thing? Well, right, because Framberries were in were were a thing. Uh, I've searched cheese in the StarCraft wiki and found nothing. Wow. So okay. Yeah. Phew. All right. Okay. Anyway, well, we'll, keep, all right. We'll, we'll we'll keep that in mind as we as we go forward. Okay. Uh, so we are back to this guy uh, who who was named. Julius Dale, but changed his name to Fagan in order to get around the potential iffiness of the uh, death penalty for names. Yeah. Um, he was known to almost everyone in the gutter as Fagan. It was much more titled than name, although most people didn't differentiate much. Uh, they just called him that because they knew better than to think about calling him anything else. The object of Fagan's diatribe was a young man named Ian. He was in no position to criticize Fagan's delivery nor his use of dramatic pauses, seeing as how Ian was, at the moment, strung up by his ankles, dangling from one of the creakier ceiling beams, while two of Fagin's kids, Sam and Danny, each had a P20, P22, P222 trained on his ear. Fagin's kids only used P222s, the P180s were always misfiring, and anything else wasn't suitable for the work he needed. His kids weren't the best, if they was to, uh, his kids needed the best if they was to stay on top and Fagan intended to stay on top till he died is that okay keith is inserting a a uh, a sort of um colloquialism there so said, if right? he's referring to Fagan, then obviously you know Fagan has a cockney way of expression but but, but we just no 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 but we just heard him talk we just heard him talk this is not cockney so let me see if i understand this right okay oh no it is cockney you've been selling hab in o'callahan for the last two months right okay so he is okay so he does have a cockney accent all right yeah because like his kids needed the best if they was to stay on top is definitely um you know at least uh the south south london East, East London way of of talking. It's definitely not yeah. something that an American would say, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so do I, do I, all right. Do I need to redo this line then? Can you do it in your like? Can you do it? Can you do it in a kind of uh, you know, your your best um, Bert from Mary Poppins. Uh, oh my accent? god! <laughs> why? Why am I'm the American? You're literally you're you're Scottish. Like why am I the one attempting? <laughs> The, the British accent here. All right, I'll find it. Because, I'll... you know, I, I feel like Bert from Mary Poppins doesn't really do a very good job. So you're kind of... All right, you know, all right. There, yeah, set the bar low there. for me. Yeah, okay? set, well, setting I'll, the bar. I'll do this. Okay. I'll do this. But we're going to set our expectations very low for me okay. here, all right? Okay. So let me see if I understand this right, okay? I'm getting more of a Michael Caine in there. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... I'm gonna lean toward my squirrely there. Like it's very like I, I'm gonna lean a little bit toward Michael Caine here. So let okay. me see if I understand this right, okay? You've been selling hab in O'Callaghan for the last two months. Now that's prime territory, okay? My kids, they don't give that to just anyone. You sell in a place like O'Callaghan or Kitsios or Stevens. Or somewhere like that. I don't know why I think he, I imagine he says the word Stevens. Why did he talking. say Stevens? Because I, like I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's, well, that, well, then you can carry yourself some weight, okay? That's good. There's someone who knows how to grab the use and make them take what they know and ain't good for them. O'Callahan, that's like a reward, okay? I don't know. Why how did, how you did I do it? 
Don't, don't, I, can we not, just, can we not analyze this? We're, we did not start this podcast to analyze my British accent. We started this podcast to analyze what, to analyze the, the words on the page. All right. I, I mean, there's like a really, I mean, the Stevens part is really good. There's a, you know, like it's almost I, like, Stevens you know. is, I lost it. I like, I was in a, I was in a rhythm and then I broke it for Stevens and then it just went, who knows where it went. It's like, oh my God. Governor, what do you know, Mr. Stevens? Stevens. <laughs> Stevens. Mr. Stevens. Stevens. Um, yeah, okay. All right, so that's kind of how he sounds. We're assuming that when he says his kids, that he doesn't he doesn't literally mean his children, right? He means, like, gang Must be like, you know, because Fagin obviously has, he exploits young children to do crimes mm-hmm. for him, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably but what, what if it means. is his kids? What if he is literally, Literal like, kids? Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, That'd be funny. Uh, maybe that's Keith like playing on it. You know, is he's like taking the Fagin of of ta- of Dickens tales and and like playing on it. like no, these are actual kids this time, right? Yeah. And maybe everyone in Starcraft world gets that joke and thinks that's really hilarious. You know, and they're always like, oh, Fagin, because his kids. Oh, ha ha! But they're real kids. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm sure that everyone finds that funny in uh, StarCraft world. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So, all right. I'll keep up the accent. <laughs> so after you get this reward, what do you do? You start skimming. Now it's not like you don't get a good wage here. Okay. You deal O'Callahan. Where is the fuck is this accent going? You deal O'Callahan, <laughs> which means you're taking twenty percent. That's better than any other flicker in the gutter's gonna give you, okay? Which makes me wonder, where do you get off thinking you can get away with that? <laughs> where are we supposed to blow the bloody doors off? <laughs> I have, like, what's going on here is I have, like, five different media references for British accents in my head, and I'm just bouncing back and forth between them, like, mid-sentence. It's incredible. Uh... uh it's like All summer right. glow in Firefly. Just the cocky yeah. aspects were pretty yeah. terrible. So Ian is dealing... What's he dealing? Uh, Hab. He's dealing Hab somewhere he's not supposed to. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Still, Ian Ian's... also a fairly funny name. Yeah. I feel like Ian... Yeah. Yeah, Just, definitely. Ian is a, is a fun, fun name to call someone. Because it more sounds pe- so, like, you know, regular, in a way. More people need, like, code names or, like, fake names, you know, things like Fagin. Constantino has a good name. Maybe that's why he was so powerful, right? Yeah. That's, like, that's like a distinct and powerful name. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, because it's obviously lifted from Constantine, Constantine who, you know, isn't, like, an emperor of the Holy mm-hmm. Roman empire so like i feel like there's a grandeur there right that you can steal from which is pretty good yeah and if you're naming your kid in starcraft like if you have a kid in the starcraft world you know and and you name your kid something sort of really schmucky like that's a you know you're calling your shot there right you're like this one isn't gonna turn out to be anything special yeah right but if you like name your kid after like a holy roman empire emperor kind of 
guy, uh, which right. exists in this universe, we've just ascertained, then, like, obviously, you're, you mean them for, like, big, Wait, big things, do you right? mean because of, do you mean the Holy Roman Empire exists because of Constantino? No, because of, like, the way that the history works in this, right? Because Earth exists. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. What? Right. Well, that, yeah, exactly. Like, does everything, you know, exist then, right? Does does that open the floodgates and, like, everything from, from Earth history exists? Yeah, right? like, Preserve, Furbies Preserve. at one time existed Oh, my in God. Yes, like, right. Like, there is, so, right, Furby has some kind of, you know, like, some somewhere there is a piece of Tamagotchi memorabilia in, in the StarCraft universe yeah like gremlins existed you know technically you could refer to any pop culture thing that happened right now and it would Mm -hmm. have there's a record of it again again i think it bears coming back to this did in in the starcraft world which exists with earth and dickens and the french revolution and whatever did keith r ad candido write starcraft ghost nova in the year 2006 in starcraft world uh, if we're if we're building on the blocks on the base that we have here, I think it has to be. I think it has to be that Keith R. A. D. Candido it does exist in this universe and did write StarCraft Ghost Nova, and that happened, you know, five, some five hundred years before the events of this book that we're reading now. So you're saying that Keith himself exists in his own universe? Ye- well, it's not his universe, right? Uh, okay, all right. So now we have to ask: Did Earth Earth existed? prior earth existed in the starcraft universe before keith rad candido came into the scene right but earth as a concept versus earth as a very specific you know like fagin the jew is a real reference that people know 500 years later that's very specific right so the question is did keith rad candido introduce the specificity of cultural reference to real world events into the StarCraft universe, or did that already exist? Hmm. Which I don't have an answer to. And until we read the entirety, the entire library of StarCraft novels, we may not know. Yeah. Um, hmm. But it seems like something that, you know, like we talked about the StarCraft units all having these little barks and things. Like I could, I feel like, and they, they have a bunch of like comic lines. I imagine one of them makes a reference to some real world thing, but I have no way of knowing. Well, I mean, a lot of them are references to Aliens, the movie, which oh, obviously must exist in right. the StarCraft universe. Right, 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 right. So, so right. So again, Aliens, the movie Aliens exists. James yeah. Cameron exists. The movie Titanic. The movie Titanic was a big blockbuster in the world of of StarCraft. Yeah, but, like, it's so bizarre, you know, because everyone says that James Cameron is really litigious. So, like, why didn't he sue? <laughs> Darker. Mm. Like, why do you sue Blizzard for all of this stuff that blatantly rips off his scripts? It's kind of weird. So Keith must have come into this with the understanding that the real world and therefore he as an author and his work also exists in the world of StarCraft. I mean... So that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I guess in this world, though, like, does... Like, do Blizzard games... Like, d- does StarCraft, the game, exist... Because if it did, then like it, that would be white, like really weird. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine they're all like all these people are sitting around, like you know, like thinking to themselves, "How did the game StarCraft get it exactly right? How did they nail it on the head? What was going to happen?" Yeah, like I feel like people would really be mentioning that. Honestly, I I think StarCraft can't exist in this universe, right? Because. It, it, 
it, otherwise people would be like, why wow, wasn't that weird that they predicted the future in this extremely specific way? Like, how could it exist? Like, what the 500 years, the 500 years later, would they really be? Th- I mean, they're thinking about Dickens, but Dickens is like a, you know, a, a centerpiece of culture is, is, is Starcraft, you know, an enduring legacy of our time right now? Is that I something mean, that 500 Korea, years later that it's like this about? Korea, like the, you know, it's like, it's a global esport, right? Right now. So <sighs> there's no way that it could exist unless, hmm. Unless, like, a giant, maybe some kind of, maybe we're talking, like, you know, video game, uh, maybe at some point in the future, StarCraft becomes less popular, it dies out, they turn the servers off, and then any kind of software that had StarCraft as a residue on it decays, Right? right, so we're talking about like right. the decay of software, and then you know it's like now I can't play my freaking NES because it, you know it just the wiring inside of it is just like decayed. So but, you but know, books but books last forever, right? Oh yeah, you... so there's like there's Starcraft Ghost Nova. The chance of it existing in the future is still pretty strong. <laughs> if Dickens can survive, right? That's what I'm saying. If yeah. Dickens can survive, but but. But StarCraft as a as a piece of software doesn't, you know. Maybe, what if yeah. what if the there are too few copies of StarCraft Ghost Nova that were printed? Okay. And then somehow those few copies get lost in history or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, I don't know, like maybe there's a war on Earth and it like blows up or I don't know. But like something happens, right? And like maybe They blew like, up in the hover car explosion yeah and like you know books are very flammable (laughs) one notable quality of books is they're flammable uh and also like they're subject to like damp uh you know they rot well i mean there are a lot of ways i guess we're talking electronic books here like do the electronic traces of starcraft ghost nova you know did they survive into the future Let's let's be practical. What's more likely than physical copies of these books existing is the is the folklore passed down from generation to generation, right? I know about Dickens, but I knew about Dickens before I ever picked up a book by Dickens, right? Right. I know. So, I could probably have told you the themes and general plot of 1984 before i read 1984 right because it right, absorbed right. into our culture we just carry these down from you know from from generation to generation so realistically more likely that's what's going on so if mm. so if people here in this world don't know about keith rad candido maybe it's just because keith's work didn't get passed down through the the folklore for 500 years right yeah i mean that seems more realistic to me right but that doesn't mean he doesn't exist right, okay. in this world. Just because they're not talking about him doesn't mean he doesn't exist. Okay. So I'm keeping Keith in the StarCraft world as a as an actual like person who, who existed and wrote the book StarCraft Ghost Nova, which then okay. played out exactly as he described it 500 years later. Okay, got it. All right. <clears throat> now we can finally get back to analyzing this book. Uh... So, 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 no, Fagin is berating Ian. Still, Ian said nothing. That was wise, as far as Fagin was concerned. Since he had told Danny and Sam 
that they were to fire their P-222s if Ian so much as uttered a peep. Uh, it's, presumably he said that with Ian present, right? Like that would have been that would have been a dick move to drop that on Ian as like an un as something that that he hadn't told Ian, right? Right. Like I'm like I'm not gonna let Ian know this, but if he ever speaks, you kill him instantly. <laughs> um. Some all right. Here we fuck. Here we go back into the depths of my whatever this is. Some people, some people would say I should make an example of you. That would be the thing to do, okay? Everyone does that all the time. Someone does that. All right, then. Let's make an example of the little flicker. Show him who's boss. <laughs> so bad. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your support and your companionship. You're my, my, my co-pilot on this, flying this plane of, of literary analysis safely to its harbor and the Look, world of cultural relevance they, and we're in it together you know it is likely that the cockney accent has morphed into this whatever this is uh in the future oh years maybe years. that's how they talk in the future <laughs> yes <laughs> future michael kane Some yes kind of north american Impression <laughs> of what Michael Caine uh, sounds like. We do. We do. <laughs> Americans, Americans do like to impersonate British people. Now we know that Britain exists. <laughs> we know that Britain exists in the world of Star Trek. But so, therefore, we also know that Americans impersonating Brits also exist in the world of Starcraft. So, who's to say? That this isn't a line of descendants of people just imitating British people. You know what I mean? Like imitating a Cockney accent rather than act that actually being. What if just all the British people got blown up in the same explosion that blew up all the Starcraft discs? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like maybe. You know, I mean, people have obviously forgotten about the Liverpudlian accent, the Newcastle accent. But they haven't forgotten about the Michael Caine accent. The, the fake Michael Caine accent. <laughs> That's up there, up there with Dickens and Fagin and all of the all of the characters. You know, there's you know Heming Hemingway is still around, right? You know, uh, like people, you know, people still talk about you know F. Scott Fitzgerald and whatever. And up there is fake Michael Caine accent that Americans humorously say to each other in imitation of Cockney Brits, right? <laughs> that's just that's just another one of the enduring legacies of humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Better, more so obviously than the works of Keith R.A.D. Candido, unfortunately. I mean, the fact that Michael Caine, uh, even a terrible Michael Caine impression, uh, has survived this far into the future is is quite heartwarming, I would say. Well, hold on now. Are you ready to do some real fucking primer ass time travel inception kind of shit right okay. now? Okay, here we go. Let's go down this rabbit hole for a second. All right. Okay. What? What? All right. What if me doing my impersonation of my my poor impersonation of Michael Caine as part of this podcast is itself the enduring what if we are creating the legacy right now that lasts for 500 years until the events of starcraft ghost nova 
right? Like what if this podcast takes off and becomes so phenomenally big that it actually becomes more relevant than British culture itself, you know? I and mean, to be honest this with you, that sort of serves Britain right. <laughs> sure, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not. I've got. I'm not. I'm not precious about British culture. Are you kidding me? I mean, no. like the British Empire has diminished to such an extent that currently Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland are trying to get out of it. Right, <laughs> Which right. I think is a you know that's a portent for the future. I would say, like, I think that you know it would be kind of ideal if England's only legacy was to survive as a bad Michael Caine well, accent. Well, let's not. Okay, let's 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 weigh this accurately. Is it okay. that is it that the is it that the status of 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 the UK as an empire has diminished, or is it that my impression of Michael Caine is so phenomenally <laughs> groundbreaking, right? I don't want to diminish the UK so far that that it's that it's not some amount of testament to my ability. Michael to, to Caine do a Michael should Caine call accent. you to thank you, <laughs> thank you. Oh, you made thank you for making me relevant again. I was worried. I was worried that my legacy was being lost uh, with the fall of the British Empire. But but thanks to you, I'm yes. back, baby. I'm you, back again. You sound like you sound like Michael Caine had lost all of his teeth. Had <laughs> <laughs> a child with I don't know someone from Austin Powers. <laughs> Michael Caine was in Austin Powers. So. He was. He was. He was. I feel um, like I feel like he is. I don't know. I feel like there is a, a quality of Austin Powers to it, but I don't know where it is or what it's doing there. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is Keith could be doing some like self-perpetuating, you know, like you become your own grandfather time travel kind of thing where he 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 inadvertently creates the situ the scenario by which his own book takes place. You know what right. I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So that's, so that's what I'm I'm holding on to that, and it looks like Fagan's got several more lines here. So oh, good. Well, bu- buckle up, baby. Excellent. Uh, how hold on to hold on to your knickers. Uh, all right, here oh, we go. God. Fagan let out a very long breath. Uh, I don't even remember what he was saying. Some people would say I should make an example of you. That would be the thing to do, okay? Everybody does that all the time. Someone does that, all right? Let's make uh, let's make an example of Flicker. Show him his boss. Except for one problem that never works. Seriously, when has killing someone ever been a deterrent? The death penalty has never stopped capital crimes. In fact, capital crimes usually go up whenever there's a death penalty. Uh, Ian said nothing, though Fagan noted that there was more sweat on his brow, no doubt due to the topic of his imminent demise now being subject of Fagan's monologue. So really, what would I gain? All right. Yeah, there's, this is a long, I'm just going to say, like, this is a long paragraph here. of. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I get the satisfaction of watching as the bullet from a P222 tears a massive hole in your skull and splatters brain matter, blood, and bone all over the back wall. 
He's like getting aged on. somehow. It's just <laughs> like he's like getting older as you're saying this. It's so bizarre. Like he's turning into a freaking skeleton. <laughs> that's that's the legacy. That's the legacy that they inherited. It's like you know? rapidly aging, like the last yeah. crusade or yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. Just like Michael Caine did in Austin Powers. Um yeah. But then I'd have to get the wall cleaned, okay? That's annoying. And besides, I've seen brains a hell a lot smarter than yours splattered on walls before. Another long breath. So that leaves me with punishment. See, those shame studies I was talking about, the ones that showed that capital crimes go up when there's a death penalty, okay? There's a flip side to that nobody doesn't talk about. See, if it goes up, when there's a death penalty, it goes down when there isn't. When there's actually punishment, then people aren't likely to do it no more. For the first time since his monologue started, Fagan actually looked at Ian. The amount of sweat on Ian's forehead increased even more. Oh my god, there's so much Fagan conversation here. You started out as a runner, okay? Just a little acnoid begging for work because your parents were too poor to give you an allowance. That's Wait, how they what? all... You've gone into some kind of, like, a daffy no, duck. No, but that's because I was, like, playing up the, like, you're too, you know, your parents were too poor. I was, like, adding a flavor onto it. Like, they, not that he needs flavor because his voice is is constantly changing anyway all the time. <laughs> but I thought I would... I thought I would spice that in there. It's like an Elmer Fudd. Okay, all right, Kara. All right, Kara. I get. It. All right, you know what? You know what? We've made a lot of we made a lot of comparisons to some very unflattering characters as a reference to my ability to do a Cockney British accent. Like a wowance? That's like it's an Elmer oh, Fudd. Come on. I, I, all right, all right, you're, all right, you're, you're going to do this paragraph, okay? You're going to do the Cockney British accent. You're going to read this paragraph now, okay? And it better be, it better oh, be perfect. God. This is going to, no, if, if this, if this isn't sterling fucking gold, <laughs> I am, I, I am ejecting you from the plane, okay? <laughs> what? what? Oh, God. Yeah, all right. Yeah. It's not so fun now, is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, Elmer Fudd. All right, go, go, come on, do it, do it. You started out as a runner, okay? Just a little acnoid begging for work because your parents were too poor to give you an allowance. That's how they all start, okay? Doing whatever everybody else tells them to do. And the ones that don't get out or that don't get killed or that don't get brain pan, they move up in my little world, okay? Like you did. There you go. <laughs> all right, it's it's better than mine. It's better than mine. It's, yeah, but geographically, I'm slightly closer to the uh, location. Yeah, I know, I know, I know that. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Cut me off. Also, everyone who actually speaks in a Cockney uh, patois is now coming to my house to kill me. So, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That, if you need to that. know Kara uh, Ellison's address to come and please, kill her, email us do at not the email. Inspiration <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm going to continue here, but you know what? Just, just, 
I wouldn't I would appreciate constructive criticism. I'm okay with criticism. I'm okay with with being pointed out, you know, where I, I welcome I welcome the feedback. Um, but but just, you know, can we can we can we sort of cultivate a, a, a positive forward minded approach to feedback on my Cockney accent? Is that Yeah, so with, like not Elmer Fudd, but like, you know, um Mary Ugh. Poppins is okay, or not, like not Elmer Fudd. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh boy. All right. Here. Well, let's let's uh, let's go. Let's go with this. He smiled when he was a wrestler. Jules had had all his teeth filed down to points in order to intimidate his opponents. Okay. First off, wow. Second, the Michael Caine without teeth is sounds closer to accurate than you initially gave credit for. All right. That is so. true. So he did lose his teeth, basically, is what we're well, saying. filed filed down to points. Like, what does that even mean? Like, that sounds awful. Like, as an experience, he kind of probably looks a little bit like you know a Cockney shark. Michael Shark Michael Kane. Yeah, yes. Shark Michael Kane. Shark Michael Kane. Like a were shark. Michael Caine. Wait, is he Michael Caine who becomes a shark, like, when the moon is full, or is he just half Michael Caine, half shark? Is he, like, a mermaid? No, he's like a shark, like a right? Shark like, mermaid. shark on top, legs shark on bottom. On t- shark on top, Michael Caine on bottom. Yeah. Yeah, okay, alright. <laughs> like, dapper on bottom, fish on top. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, God, yeah, like, can you imagine, like, just existing in the world like trying to eat with all your teeth are like filed down into points like that i don't know i mean i guess teeth or shark sharks do that but their teeth are designed that way um well i mean you could uh, injure someone pretty well with them you know is that worth it all right because of that he didn't smile very often now saving it for when he really wanted to scare people like he did back then ian was now gushing sweat okay now you're moving down, okay? You're a runner again, Ian, and you're the lowest of them. Some ten-year-old acnoid we just picked up yesterday? He's got more clout than you, okay? You scan me? Now Ian nodded quite emphatically. To Danny and Sam, he said, Lower your guns and cut him down. Sam did so right away. Danny looked disappointed for a second, then helped Sam cut Ian down. Ian fell to the floor with what Fagin imagined was a hollow thud. Why imagined? I don't know. Fagin turned around to face Evan, the one who handled Cramville. (laughs) Cramville? Which was the neighborhood farthest away from Fagin's HQ here in Duckworth. Uh... This is, like, weird. This is, like, Dick Van Dyke named these neighborhoods <laughs> what yeah cramville and duck which was the nearest which was the neighborhood farthest away from fagan's hq here in duckworth duckworth Cra- i mean cramville this doesn't is- sound like we're reading a sci-fi novel anymore in a kind of really bizarre way like what are we reading here yeah like yeah we've got the gutter we've got cramville i don't know i Cram, Cram, okay, I will say this. Cramville does sound like a place where I could imagine fake Cockney Michael Caine would be from. 
yeah, like, have we walked into an Agatha Christie mystery? <laughs> like, that's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The Cram, the Cramville killings. Yeah. You know, it's like, I could imagine that being like an Agatha Christie. Um, presumably Agatha Christie also exists in this, in this universe. I mean, um, yeah, she probably does. Cramville just sounds like a bad place. Like, you don't go, you don't go to Cramville. Uh, Fagin turned around to face Evan, the one who handled Cramville, which was the neighborhood farthest away from Fagin's HQ here in Duckworth. All right, we are in Duckworth now. Duckworth was the closest the gutter had to a nice neighborhood, which, in real terms, meant that some of the living spaces were more than 400 square feet. Put him to work, okay? Evans nodded and moved over to Ian, yanking him to his feet. Wait, does does Evan have a Cockney accent? Um, he says move what? your ass, which is a North American thing to say. All right, I'll be North. We need to distinguish Fagin from yeah from from other people. Else. Yeah, move your ass, Evan said. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna <laughs> move I'm gonna make, your ass. <laughs> I'm going to make Evan like especially North American. Okay, move move your ass, Evan said. Ian stumbled more than walked toward stumbled more than walked toward the door, Evan on his heels. Fagin then turned to Manfred, who ran O'Callaghan. Nice job bringing that to my attention. Manfred nodded. Thanks. Like, okay, there are so many characters. I, I, do you think about that? Like, we there are so many, there have been so many characters. Like, we keep yeah. getting, the, the timeline keeps shifting and moving to new characters. Like, one new character after the other. You know what I mean? They're, like, because when, when we switched over to, to, um... Uh, uh, Ma- Malcolm, Malcolm Kalerchian. That was the kind of big, like, oh, now we're gonna look at this from another perspective, and now the timelines are gonna are gonna they're gonna merge together, right? Like to me, that was the feeling I had back yeah, then. Is, oh, you- are you ready for this? But now it's just fractured off again. Well, this is an interesting thing to think about, right? Which is that the effect that the actual video game is having on Keith's work, right? Like what. What do you think is essential for him to cover in this book? Like, are they giving a remit whereby they say all these characters have to be present in the novel? We know that Keith invented a bunch of these. Like, Keith invented Malcolm Kalerchian, right? We saw that from the references. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, because the game didn't come out ultimately, like, did the video game narrative designers slash writers invent these characters and then gave a you know like a crib sheet to Keith whereby he then puts them in the novelization like are these secondhand characters is what I'm asking like because the cast is so massive you know does he feel like he has to include basically characters that were created for the game within this story but wouldn't it include more characters who are actually in the game? I don't think these characters are in the game, right? I don't think Detective Jack Pembleton is in StarCraft. I would love it if Jack Pembleton was in StarCraft as a unit that you could control and and send around the map and doesn't do anything and only dies, right? I think that would be great. But Jack Pembleton isn't isn't a unit in StarCraft. Like if you were Wait, so do you that, played StarCraft Ghost Nova? Is it no, available? no, I meant, I meant in the main. I meant in the main. I'm also, I okay, I didn't play StarCraft Ghost Nova. I'm guessing Detective Jack Pembleton is also not in StarCraft Ghost Nova, but he's not in, like, the main StarCraft game. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, 
he could be in StarCraft Ghost in Nova. In StarCraft Ghost Nova. Ah, you're right. Like, all these, yeah, okay. All these, all characters, these characters, like, so I'm wondering, like, is he just, like, absolutely going nuts introducing all these characters because he has to? Or do they serve a specific purpose in his novel in terms of these people will be important later kind of deal? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because, right. like, well, most writers yeah. don't invent characters unless they ha- absolutely have to. You know what I mean? Because it's hard to... It's hard for people to get new information in their brains. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you mean. I just, this, like, it strikes me. These don't feel like video game characters to me, no. is what I'm saying. Like, I don't have the feeling like these were, like, these were in the video game. It feels to me like, like Keith is trying to wrap us up in a tapestry here. I guess, although, you know, silly cockney guys who are crimey do you tend to turn up in video that's games? true okay that's now i will say this that way. Of, of all the characters we've met recently fagin is one of the more video game like characters right right we can, i think we can say that fagin is one of the most likely yeah. um Je- jeffrey less likely if we yeah, if we have not- yeah. If we have a Jeffrey to Fagin scale of how likely this character was in, <laughs> was in Ghost Nova, or StarCraft Ghost, rather, um, which I don't know if that's a, a meaningful assessment that we should be doing. Oh my god, characters. we should make a chart of, like, most Ghost Nova characters ooh, to least Ghost ooh. Nova characters. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Let, let's, 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 let's break this down for a second. Who is the most? Who is, who, who's your number who's one? the most Ghost Nova character? Well, obviously, obviously we, it can't, can't be Nova. Can't be Nova. Okay, right? I was going to say Nova. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know, I know. Okay, I got it. Yes. No, on a scale of Jeffrey to Nova, then, is what we're, is what we're. Right, so, like, next is Constantino. Constantino's got to be in there, right? Wait, really? Okay, I see. I would have put. If we're just going by the character, I'm not talking about the relationship to the to the protagonist. I'm just talking about as a character. Well, right? because like Constantino, he is that role in all StarCraft games where there's like a patriarchal figure that like has a lot of power, right? But I guess in terms of this story, he immediately dies as his function, right? Like so. I wonder yeah. if we get to talk to him or not, but in, in the game, I mean, like, the conceptual see, idea of the game. I can see that, but the idea that the idea that StarCraft Ghost, which was a, a third-person action game in the StarCraft universe about, like, killing aliens and stuff, is more likely to have a father figure flashback some type of thing than to have a big ba- baddie. Like, what's the guy's name? Who's the guy who killed all of their people? Cliff Nadanner or whatever? Cliff Nadanner, yeah. He is quite high on the chart, Villain, right? Yeah, he would be very high on the chart, right? I like Someone like him would be above Constantino. I would even maybe put Fagin above Constantino in terms of him being this, like... Like, if you, you filed down... He filed down his teeth to become a shark, Michael Kane. Like, but that's... You know what? You know That's what a Fagin video game is? Fagin, hmm. Fagin's the shop, right? Like, he's the shop guy. Ooh, yes. Yes, yes. Like and he's the guy you, you you don't want to conspire with him, but you have to because yeah. it's, it's it's useful. Yeah. Who yeah. else? Like, yeah. Zab is And he Zab said, and there's dead, some kind right? of, like, and there's some kind of, like, mutual thing where he's also kind of, like, you know, benefiting from it in some way, too. Yeah. Um. Okay, those are a couple of the top. Who's who's at the bottom of the likely to have appeared in likely StarCraft to Ghost? Appear. Hmm. I mean, I guess to, to, I I think probably the detectives 
are like so low on the chart, you know, because they are, I mean, they're a sideshow, really, aren't they? I mean, we love them so much that they absolutely could not be in Starcraft Ghost Nova. <laughs> it's, too, <laughs> it's too, it's too good. It's too perfect for, for it to be real. Uh, do you put, I would have put like Garth Duke lower than the detectives. Yeah, the, because yeah. he also like, because he gets his willy out, he wouldn't be allowed in a video game. You know who's going to go right in the middle of this scale for me? Like, dead in the middle? Is uh, Handy Anderson. Like, like you could... Uh, I could 100% see a tyrannical news editor voiceover world-building thing. So I... For that reason, I wouldn't put him in the middle. I'd actually put him quite high on the chart because the way that... I mean, I can see, you know... Um, you know, like the the way the UI would be able to use like ticker tape from Handy Anderson to tell you stuff, or like would be able to use like you know, um, you know, various different two D clips or whatever to like you know narrate over, and yep. that would be cheap in a video game. So I am I am thinking Handy Anderson is very likely to have appeared in the video game. Okay, but but Starcraft Ghost, Starcraft Ghost, the video game, we're talking like. 2005 here era right uh-huh. not the high point for nuanced world building in in world storytelling right a couple of years later you've got like bioshock comes out and and you know and and then suddenly audio diaries are a thing right 2005 yeah but if you play the original starcraft they already have like tv screens and stuff broadcast news to you and like updates and stuff but don't they do that in like the menus like yeah like it's in in between yeah in between levels okay all right so like yeah yeah, it's on a menu yeah like a menu for starcraft ghost and you have like handy anderson coming like there's like a you know, like the menu has like a screen where you see Handy Anderson like giving a, a report about like what's going on with the alien world and the you know fighting that's happening there and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, that yeah. that I could see. Yeah, that 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 could that could make some sense to me. So yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean, um, that's an interesting question. You know, I think every time we think that we see. Um, like let's call them main characters <laughs> like we should like try and figure out like how important they are to the canceled video game itself yeah all right so so fagan has just uh turned to manfred who ran o'callahan and said nice job bringing that to my attention where do you put manfred on hmm. on the 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 spectrum god he's pretty low must be pretty low probably pretty low right okay yeah Fagin then turned to Manfred, who ran O'Callaghan. Nice job bringing that to my attention. Manfred nodded. Thanks. Then Fagin took out his own P-220 and shot Manfred four times in the chest. (laughs) Wow, Fagin! (laughs) What the heck? Did not see that coming. This is gonna bump Manfred up a few notches on my scale. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Like, maybe Fagin's introduction in the video game is literally that exchange. <laughs> <laughs> I would laugh pretty hard if that happened in the video game. Oh, that would be good. And then you have to, sh- and then you have to buy potions from Fagin or whatever. <laughs> um, to Sam and Danny, he said, "Call Wolfgang. Have him clean that crap up." And somebody get Tannerly up here. 
she's running O'Callaghan now. The other area runners were either looking agape at Manfred's bloody corpse or staring blankly at Fagan. One of them, Francie, ooh, who ran Kitsios, said, The hell happened to all that crap about the death? This is also another, this is like extremely um, cockney because there's like all these little apostrophes in here cutting cutting off words like like Fra- francie is is deeper in the shit even than fagin is so let me all right penalty not to tear in nothing wow i feel like francie got shot in the neck <laughs> by fagin by fagin she like breathing aust- through a tube <laughs> I said it wasn't no deterrent, okay? Didn't say it wasn't useful. Say, Ian, he'll learn. He's just a typical pambrain that got too greedy for his own good when we put him in charge of a street. Went to his head. That won't happen again. And by the time he works himself back up here, he won't be stupid. Fagin pointed down to Manfred's corpse. Now, Manfred... Ian pulled that crap for weeks before Manfred figured it out. Or Manfred knew about it and didn't tell me. Means uh, he's either, either he's stupid or ain't loyal. Since I took his territory from him, I figure it's disloyal. Besides, he's too smart and too solid to learn nothing. So he's gone. Francie just shook her head. Anything else? Because I got an appointment I'm real late for, okay? Fagin had postponed a rendezvous with one of the 12 people he kept around for his personal pleasure. He was actually starting to get bored with number five. He never knew their names, as he wasn't interested in them for who they were, but for what they looked like. Fagin again, realizing the fallibility of names. So, So he was thinking he might have to replace him. Maybe with someone a little older, more experienced. But tonight was his current favorite, number 11. And Fagin was eager to get into her pants, as it were. So, first off, just Keith is dropping a little uh, a little bisexual vibe in here. Fagin is a bisexual. Yeah, so, Fag- yeah. first of all, like, if that went into a 2005 video game... Imagine how far in the future they were aiming. Ooh, yeah, wow. Does that lower Fagin on the likelihood of having appeared in... That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait a second. If he's bi, is he getting in a video game? I mean... Yeah, definitely in 2005. Yeah. I mean, God, Keith, like, what a legend, though. 2005, Keith was like, let's have bisexual rap. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. There, yeah, there's. Can you imagine, like, Blizz, like Blizzard? You know, Mr. Blizzard sits down with Keith Rad Candido. Well, uh, you know, we gave it our best with StarCraft Ghost, and it's just not getting there. So you are going to carry the legacy of StarCraft Ghost onward into the future, where people will actually get to experience it. Yeah. Um, you know, and says, okay, well, it's important that we really get to the heart of what this game was about. You know, and make sure that all the really salient points are in there. You're going to have to talk about Constantino. You're going to have to talk about her father. You're going to have to talk about the man who killed her family. Um, Fagin is a bisexual shark tooth cockney man from the slums. (laughs) 
we need, I mean, <laughs> we need you to get Fagin in there. Okay. It's not like, you know, the most amazing rap. Obviously, Fagin is a bad guy who kills people randomly <laughs> and disposes of his sexual interests fairly yeah. frequently. But I mean, <laughs> as far as it goes, I mean, at least he tried. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. I'm not. That's not, I mean, that's not on Keith at all. Like, I'm, I'm saying, I agree with you. Keith elevated this above where it was. Yeah. Right? Like, like he also, I would like to yeah. see Fagin come good somewhere, you know. Like maybe he's got an arc here, you know. Mm, what's his? What's Fagin's come good arc? Like you don't look. Here's the thing: you don't file your teeth down into shark tips and be <laughs> like, but but I but let me just keep it in the back pocket that maybe I'll come around, right? Like you've you've made your you know you've put your line in the in the in the in the ground at that point. I mean, are we being a little harsh on a man who's literally half shark? You know, first of his kind, uh, bisexual half man shark, shark man. <laughs> bisexual, bisexual half shark Michael Caine. Michael Caine is you know he's really out on his own here in this world. And, you There's know, no he has nobody right. relate to. He can't. Well, who is he supposed to identify? Even 500 years in the future, this is not an identity that has yet made entered into the public consciousness. Right? 500 years of progress has still not created space for a, for a person like Fagin in society. I, I can't imagine that many people want to fuck a shark, you know, especially when it's like the way around that it is. Like if you had like a shark bottom and like a man top, like maybe it would be easier for is, everyone. Yeah, it is. It is definitely the worst of the two arrangements. The worst combination. You can't really, I mean, what if you get your face gnawed off? It's like, yeah, know? no, there's no, yeah, there's, it just doesn't, yeah, it just doesn't work. But I like, I like the idea that, that Fagan is like, <laughs> Fagin's open to everybody, baby. <laughs> everyone, come, everyone, come on down. I'm not. Maybe you know. I'm not preferential, right? On who yeah. wants to get get down with this half shark man. Uh. <laughs> maybe it yeah, just and, doesn't. And maybe he's just. He you is, know, Are sharks like even in the binary of like the sexual binary? Do they understand? Wait, you're I saying mean, you're saying you're you're asking if all sharks are are bisexual basically like I if that's just a... of all shark, you know do sharks i mean will shark will sharks hump anything or is it other sharks like what are we talking here like you know i apparently there are like species of animal who like will literally hump i mean dogs will hump anything Open, you know, opening up chance. google opening up google do sharks only have sex with, with other, other sharks, sharks. Yeah. yeah this is a good question <laughs> Oh no, what is the answer? The first the first line that Google has given me and bolded it is yes, don't go there. What? <laughs> what? Are we gonna be put in jail for asking this question? Like <laughs> that is that is the line that? that is the line that Google clipped out of some article and bolded those specific words. To say yes, don't go there. Oh, wait, have is we... this because people try to fuck sharks? Is that have... why? Right, right. They get their hopes up. They start oh, to think they maybe they start to they think, think maybe I have a shot. Right. They're they like, could... maybe I could, I could get in with this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then, 
oh yeah and, and then they google it and they learn that like no this is possible right and then pff, you know all sorts of tragedy because like they're holding out hope that. you know that like you know sharks might be attracted to humans mm-hmm. and then they google it Mm-hmm. And then they find out that sharks are like, no, they're only attracted to other and sharks. And then and then Google had to come in and do that thing, you know, where like where like now like social media will tag things as like this may not be scientifically accurate or whatever. Like like that Google had to be had to put a little notice on this for when people Google this, you know, hey, d- like yes, scientifically speaking, it 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 works, right? It exists. It's real. It does happen, but please for the love of god stop right stop we 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 need we need to curb this we need to we need to curtail this whole thing happening here because it's it's out of control and maybe so, starcraft the ghost nova is a book that is in part perpetuating that idea you know is that irresponsible of keith to be so wait, to be so perpetuating what's the, something what's the final answer like sharks sharks do <sighs> you're gonna open to... up the article yeah, and so read I the, know the thing final, what's the that... final word do, do sharks only get attracted to other sharks love... all right hang on i'm opening up the the fucking thing here uh my god there's a lot of description of shark penises in this oh um, no oh here's another article the kinky secret lives of sharks um uh jesus all right all right the first line of this is step aside christian gray you don't know what rough sex is unless you've made it with a shark okay new york post all right oh it's the new york post okay yeah yeah wait like wait this is in the new york post like this is a more mainstream conversation than i thought it was (laughs) i thought we had like (laughs) tripped and fell down a well of debauchery and taboo and and yet but no this is actually a question that 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 people are asking uh right all right here's another one rare intersex shark the first of its kind uh yeah so uh none of these are really actually answering the question that I had. There's a lot of information about shark sex, but I'm trying to get more specifics on the. Uh, oh, okay. Here, all right. Mashable. All right, all right. We found we. Here we go. Here we go. We got. Okay. We got, okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Mashable.com, August fourteenth, two thousand fourteen. Mashable.com posts an article whose title is Seven Scientific Reasons You Should Never Have Sex with a Shark." Okay. This is the end. These, this is what we needed to know. We just need the data. We just need the data. There are seven of these points. Um, I'll let's just real couple a few of them. Uh, male shark. Oh my. Okay. Now this is too. All right. This is too much. I can't. I can't read. I can't in good conscience read this. This is. This is just graphic descriptions of terrible terrible sexual habits between sharks so 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 sharks so they're just maintaining that sharks are mean during it's basically they're basically saying sharks are rough and they are rapey and they and they hurt each other basically okay and they do it and they do it a lot to a a bunch of other to a lot of other sharks is the gist but just sharks 
this article is only about sharks. Okay. It doesn't go on to clarify which other, you know, cr- creatures of the sea also do this. You so, know? like, people like, haven't, like, found a time where, you know, where, like, a shark is, like, you know, just, you know, humping a disinterested seal or whatever. I have yet to uncover that. Yeah. If there are yeah. any zoologists who are listening to our podcast, could you please email us at the inspirational quarterly at gmail.com and tell us whether sharks are purely in, you know, purely shark species only attracted. Are, are they, do they ever err because they are bored? This is a specific uh, is call out. This is a specific call out to the marine biologist portion of our fan base. Oh, of course. Sorry. Right. Marine biologist. Zoologist is just land stuff, right? Is that is land stuff? <laughs> if you're a zoologist and can clarify whether or not a zoologist <laughs> is just land stuff, also email us at the inspirational quarterly at gmail.com. Um, a lot of questions opened up. I on think this, this is our on, general on ignorance. You we know, got, I think that we're reaching beyond our means here, Davey. But is that, that's a good thing, right? Like we want, we want in this podcast to be like pushing ourselves beyond the limits of what we already know. Right? Like right. We're, 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 we're asking questions and things that we don't already understand and pushing ourselves to get to new places i think even leaving it unopened or unexplained unanswered you know and saying okay well this is this is giving us space to grow as people and to learn more about that stuff i think that's healthy too right yeah yeah definitely um oh boy this as far as wow. we're getting here i mean this is this is it the today. Sharp I, question <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> if, if there's only if this is the only question that we really take away from this book uh it ought to be this question about sharks um oh man yeah i think uh i think we should we should call it there i wonder if william butler yates has any quotes about sharks yeah did yates did yates have a good time with sharks uh in his um, literature i mean specifically not you know that he was attracted to sharks which i you or know, i guess we've if he was that's some people you know, are into i think that should be sharks. okay i think that should be all right um, I'm not like looking down on it. I'm just saying, like, I didn't know that people were into, you know, sexing sharks. Don't don't judge a person for having sex with a shark. Judge a person if the shark they're having sex with is a sociopathic killer who murders people for no reason. Right. Right. Uh, all right. I have a quote here from William Butler Yeats, and this quote is. Love is like a lion's tooth. Now, it's about lions. It's not about sharks. But I think it's close enough for our purposes. Yeah, if we're that, getting, that if we're fits. Getting, if we're getting love, animals, and teeth, then we're we're in the ballpark enough for me. Sorry. Well, that's the zoologist area, right? Because it's land stuff. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. So maybe a zoologist can come in and tell us, you know, how how closely that relates to what we were talking about before. Right. You know. Awesome. Uh, is it useful enough to talk about lions to, you know, when, we, when we're trying to understand sharks better? Right. Right. Nice. Um, we did it once again. Thanks, Kara, for joining me on this adventure. And uh, thank all of you at home for listening as well. Yeah. And, thanks, Davey. And uh, thanks, Keith. And until next time, thanks, Keith. 
Thank you, Keith. Thank you.